and welcome to today's episode of Expedition Business Founders Business Society's program on our exciting entrepreneurs. Today we have the privilege of talking to Luisa Duarte, entrepreneur, publicist and a whole lot of other things. And one of the things that impressed me the most is everything she does, she still do with two very, very busy little girls. How do you manage everything? I think this is the one thing that people don't speak about. On social media, you always see all the highlights, all the gloom, all the nice things, all the flashing lights, but you never really see the downtime that entrepreneurs, moms have. You don't see the, the downfall, the downsides. And I think it's when you get to that down part, it's how you get out of it, how you pick yourself up again. And I think wearing multiple hats, it's, it's the difficult piece. It's the one thing people don't speak about. And I like to highlight those things so that people know that um, don't always believe what you see in social media. And wearing multiple hats is, is difficult. You need to be a mom. You need to be a business owner, a businesswoman. But I think if you try and, like I said, go back to your, your why. Um, if you focus on that, it just becomes easier. I know my why is my children. So I know that I want to be with them every day. I want to fetch them from school, take them to extramurals. Um, I want to be part of their lives as much as I can while still earning an income and being a businesswoman. And I think if you know and focus on your why, it just becomes doable, it becomes easier. I know from experience it's not that easy. It's running around in circles, making sure everything's done before you have to pick up the kids at school. That's exactly it. You know, um, I'm at office from 7.30 until 12, 12.30. Then I make sure that I do all my appointments, all my heavy work in the mornings. Afternoons, I'm with my kids. I fetch them from school, take them to gymnastics, all the extra murals. I do sometimes have some work I do in between, but I do make sure that my kids are obviously look after and I'm with them. And to me, that's the big thing. Um, I've always said that I don't want to be the mom that works from eight to five and hardly ever sees my children. I want to be the mom that is, picks them up from school. I want to be the mom that's there at the athletics day, um, that's there with the play ball tournament or whatever. Um, I want to be that mom and that's exactly what I'm doing now. Tell me a bit all the other things that you do, um, all your roles. I know mom entrepreneurs, you've got a massive following. Just a little bit of all the different things that you do. Yes, well, speaking about the different hats I wear, I recently, I've started my business three years ago, Entrepreneurs, and within that, um, I help women grow their business, I help women become the women they want to be, reach their full potential. And then along with that last year, I started a sub-business within my business and that is publishing. And we're actually busy with our first published magazine at the moment. Um, it is a health and fitness magazine, very cool. Um, I've got my own magazine as well, where we promote women-owned businesses. Uh, we help them grow, we show the world what they're made of. Um, then on the side, I do Unwrapped with Luisa Duarte as well. And that is where I visit small businesses in my area, especially coffee shops, as I love coffee. Um, I post a lot of coffee pictures, um, as you might have seen. <laughs> um, so the big thing for me is promoting small businesses. And I do unboxing videos for women-owned businesses. Um, I show off with the cool products that they offer. And that is something new that I started about a year ago and it's, it's going well. Just quickly, the amount of followers that you have? Um, 
Our groups are growing rapidly. Um, my main group has got 20, just, just below 25,000 um, women. And in total, we're about 60,000 women altogether. Wow. That is insane. And it looks like you post right through the day, right through the night, yes. over weekends. So I am on social media a lot. Um, not necessarily for browsing Facebook. It's, it's more for work. Um, I have made my life a little bit easier and I teach this a lot. There's a tool that you can use on Facebook called um, scheduled posting. So you can actually pre-schedule your posts and there's a few apps that help you with that as well. So I sit in the mornings or some evenings, uh, schedule a few posts for the week and then post posts by itself. But yes, I am on social media a lot. If you ever need me, I will be available. <laughs> <laughs> if I need a message to get over, you are the person to contact. Yes, I like I said, I really, really, my passion lies within small businesses. And I, I feel that we need a bit of a push more than others, more than this big corporate companies like Takealot and whoever. Okay. Um, so if ever I have the opportunity to promotes a small business I do. That's why I say I love coffee, I love coffee shops, I love visiting places. So I go across Gauteng, uh, just at the moment Gauteng, it will be a lot bigger soon. Um, then whenever I visit a place, a restaurant, a coffee shop, I tag them on Facebook, I take a few pictures and you know what, that word really gets out there. And I think, remember there's a ripple effect with social mm. media. So maybe your post gets 5,000 views Yes, it's five, in essence, it's 5,000 people that looks at your post, but that person tells the next and she tells her sister and her brother and her friend. Mm. And in the ripple effect, 20,000 people look at this and say, oh, I'm going to have coffee there. And I mm. have heard such su successful cases where people then really go and say, I saw you've got this pink coffee. Um, there's a coffee shop in Benoni that I'm going to visit next. And they have pink lattes, okay. <laughs> pink okay. teas. Oh, wonderful. So where did your passion for business start? I think I've always had an entrepreneurial stream inside me. Um, I think I've always had that passion. It just came out in my late 20s when I realized that this is what I really want to do forever. And um, it actually didn't start as a business. It actually started as a platform on Facebook. And um, it just grew from there. And then I realized, but wait, I love writing, I love reading, and I combined all my passions all together. And that's where the publishing came from. That's where Mompreneurs um, SA Magazine started. Um, yeah. And I just love promoting businesses. Of which I was one of your cover models. Yes, one of my, I think you were my third or fourth. So in the beginning, you actually walked the road with me from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. On social media, I see all the high points of your business and everything you do, but surely there must be a whole lot of low points. How do you manage that? Yes, coming back to things people don't speak about on social media. So you have the successful business where you inspire a lot of people, but people hardly ever know about the downsides. And trust me, every business has some of them. They just don't speak about it. Remember, when you're looking at the economy, you're looking at inflation, you're looking at COVID that we went through, um, you have down months. Um, you've got good months and you've got bad months too. And being in the publishing industry, you really do have low months. And I think that's the big thing for me is getting through those. And that is the message that I'm always trying to get across is when you get to, because you will, when you get to that low point, people give up and they go look for a corporate job. And I think it's then where you should sit and say, but what is my why? What am I going to do now to ensure that I get through this low point to be able to go on with my business. And I think when I get there, I remind myself of my why. 
my why, my children. I want to be there for them. I want to be with them every single day. It's exhausting. I yell on a daily basis. But you know what? At the end of the day, I know I'm there for them 24-7. I know that I am the one taking them to gymnastics. I'm the one taking them to extramurals. I'm the one that does the ice cream run in the afternoons. Um, I help with homework. I don't want to be the mom that puts my children into an aftercare. Look, I'm not shaming at all, but I don't want to be that mom. I want to be the one that's really there for them. And I think when you get to that month where you see, oh, business is a bit slow this month, because they do happen, um, people don't, don't always speak about it. And I think somebody needs to stand up and say, but whoa, you will have good months and you will have bad ones. But it's, it's how you, you get stand up from the bad months. You know, I've heard a lot of people say, oh, just go, go look for a job. And then I think, but I have had two successful years. Why would you in one low month stand up and say, I'm quitting? So um, I, when you get to those times, because you will, you remind yourself of your why. And then you get new inspiration, you go on. And then you'll see two months down the line, it's the best month ever. It, it happens that way. That whole thing of just getting despondent and quitting and going for a corporate job just because it's safer, it happens all the time. I see it a lot. I see it on a daily basis. People asking on Facebook, um, posting anonymous, because remember I can see, they're saying they're on the lowest low of their lives. They opened this business, they started this business, but now month three down the line, it's not going well. Am I giving up or am I pushing? Some people do not have the resources to push because how are you going to pay your rent? Mm. If you're a single mom, you don't have that second income to be, um, to fall back on. How do you pay your rent? How do you pay your children's school fees? And I think it's, it's those times that you change your business, you change things up, you bring something new in, you do whatever you have to do to get through that month to, be, to ensure that your business goes on. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But yo, as you talk and all the running around, it reminds me of all the many years that I got up at two o'clock in the morning just to get everything done so that I could also be with my kids um, during the day when they come back from school. But in the end, you do tend to also run yourself down. And there is always that um, possibility of getting completely run down. And I think as moms, this is right in our alley. You get to a point, and I'm sure we all do, we don't speak about it. We all get to a point where you feel this is too much. Um, you're, you are physically worn out, you're mentally worn out. Um, and I'm speaking for, on behalf of moms that do have an eight to five job and moms that, that has um, their own business. You get to a point where you feel you are giving so much of yourself away that you lose yourself. Um, I have had moments like that a lot, but I think as soon as I look at my baby's faces, I'm like, oh, I know why I'm doing this. Just push harder, you'll get through it. But I think the big thing that I realized now in the last two months, um, we went on vacation in December, I realized something that last year I didn't have a lot of downtime. I didn't have a lot of me time. Um, my life literally evolves around my children, my husband, my business, my house. And you soon realize, but you look 10 years older. And have you done anything this year that made you, except for your business and your hobbies and your passions, that made you feel good? So I realized this year I'm going to have time to do the nails, do the hair, do the spa dates. I'm going to make time for that because that is essential. Within running a business, being a mom, you need time for yourself. Mm -hmm. Before you start 
dishing out all your frustrations on your husband? Or your children. Or your children. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you could go back in time, what advice would you give a 20-year-old Luisa Duarte? That's a difficult one. I had a dream of becoming a pilot, a licensed pilot, and I never did that. Um, I think if I could go back to my 20-year-old self, I would definitely say I should have been more focused on me and what I wanted to achieve in life. Um, I think at that stage, you know, um, other things were priorities, things that should not have been. <laughs> I think that would be my message to my, old, my younger self. And if you can give advice to your children? Be authentic. Be you. Um, do whatever you have to do to discover who you are. Because I think that's the biggest thing in today's life. Social media, um, what society tells you who you should be, what you should look like, how successful you should be, how much you should be earning, um, how thin or how thick you should be. And I think if we raise our children that way, we are not doing it right. Mm. I think you need to teach your children from they are able to speak to be authentic. Because mm. um, you don't find that a lot in today's world. Because everything you see in social media looks so glamorous and it looks so, oh, I want to look like her. But in essence, that's a Photoshop or it's a fil filter or, you mm. know. So I think be authentic. Yeah, mm. That's the biggest. Mm. And have a kind heart. Okay. Yeah, that also helps, eh? Yes. And not be money driven. Okay, well, I am driven. I won't say money driven, but I am very driven. And I think I'm raising two daughters to be very driven. I'm raising them to be successful. I'm not saying uh, financially, but just be a successful human. And, you know, my daughter makes me so proud. She's six. And every single night when we pray, she prays for so many things that I could not even think about. She prays for people on the streets. She prays for somebody that she saw today on the street. She prays for the dogs. They don't have homes. She prays for so many things besides herself. And at the end, she says, thank you for everything she's thankful for. And I realized that we are raising children that are successful. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to keep on trying until I can't anymore. Wow. <laughs> but speaking of inspiration, where do you, if you look at people, uh, who would be your biggest inspiration? I would say, if I'm looking at South African women, I'm going to say Nadine Blom. She is an old friend of mine, but more than that, she's such an inspiration to me because exactly that, what I spoke about, she doesn't only show the glam side. She tells us about the downfall. She speaks about um, when you come to a time in your life where you feel like God has, has not been there for you. She speaks about times where money, financial situations are bad. And I love that about her. She's such an inspiration. She's a godly inspiration. And I really look up to her in a lot of ways, within my business, spiritually. And she's a very good friend. Oh, <laughs> and continuing on the inspirational trend, any favorite songs that inspire you? I won't say I love music. I love listening to music. But I don't really draw any inspiration from music. I like to draw inspiration more from um, real people, like I said, mentioning Nadine Bloom, people that I can see that are really real, authentic in their selves, yeah. So what would be your favourite food? Sushi. Ooh. Yes, I'm a sushi lover. Um, I love coffee. Okay. Um, I have discovered iced coffee, yes. so you'll see a lot of iced coffee posts from me. Um, 
pasta, pizza. I'm not really a, a very big um, person that says I don't dislike food. So I like all food, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I'm a foodie. <laughs> well, food's what makes life interesting, isn't yes. it? Yeah. What's next for Luisa Duarte? I have a big dream mm -hmm. and I'm a firm believer in there's no such thing as dreaming too big. So my dream, and I don't know if I should say it out loud, is I would love to become a radio presenter. Yes. So I've had a little bit of a run with SA Community Radio. It's a communi community radio station and I was a presenter on there. I loved every minute of it. Okay. It was just a bit time consuming for me at where my business was at that moment. Mm -hmm. So, but that's something I'm aiming towards now. Okay. Any timeline? In the next year. Okay, so if there's any radio <laughs> presenters out there looking for a co-host? Yes. Louisa is your person. Yes. Okay. That's my 2023 dream. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to happen before the end of 2023. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, I can't wait to see that happens. As I've known you, everything that you put your mind to does happen. And um, yeah, you always find a way. Yeah, I'm busy with something. I'm not going to say what. Um, I'm busy. I'm almost done with it. We are in the making process. Okay. Um, so hopefully within the next few months, I will reveal my big secret to you. Okay, <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay, so we'll do another shoot with yes. you. So you can reveal this next big thing. Yes. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Expedition Business today. Please make sure that you like and subscribe to our channel and to all our other social media platforms so that you can get stories like Louisa's story and all the other interesting, inspiring entrepreneurs that we are going to talk to. Keep well.